0: One. The woman's voice, ragged from dehydration and hours of screaming, didn't carry far. Even before she'd been beaten and locked away, the hundred feet of soil, stone and sand above her head guaranteed that no one would hear her pleas for help. She was alone and she knew it. But she'd be damned before letting the two guards standing outside her makeshift cell think she'd been defeated. So she screamed. Help! Someone help me! As the last echo of her gravelly cry faded from the small stone chamber, a sharp report exploded from the other side of the wooden door. It was quickly followed by a shout of pain and a second boom that shook dust from the ceiling and stung her eyes. The twin blasts were followed by the sound of two bodies hitting the floor. The woman pushed herself away from the door, gasping in surprise as it suddenly burst inward, wood splintering beneath the force of a powerful kick. Dust billowed into the space, lit by twin halogen lamps in the tunnel beyond. A figure stepped into the light, revealing the indistinct silhouette of a man. As he stepped forward over one of the dead guards, who was dressed like a tourist, the shape of her rescuer resolved. He was tall and slim a revolver rested comfortably in each hand, but the most distinguishing feature was the Stetson hat resting atop his head. It struck her as unusual because it was a relatively unheard-of accessory, not just in Tainus Egypt, which they were beneath, but in all of the Middle East, primarily because it was distinctly American. But was he a friend? She held the secret to an ancient source of power for which several men, corporations, or governments might kill. This man could simply be after the same thing. Why are you here? The man paused in the light, perhaps confused by the question. Heard screaming, he said, his accent Eastern European. What do you want? she asked. His head and stetson tilted to the side as though trying to comprehend her line of questioning. To rescue you? Before you heard me, she explained. Why were you here? Ah, the man says. She can't see it, but the woman is sure the man is grinning. To kill Nazis. Nazis? Who would believe it? A year ago, she would have laughed at the idea but it had been only six months since Nazis, plotting since the end of World War II, had nearly carried out a worldwide genocide. Their plan had been undone by a man the world knew as Lincoln Miller, who had survived the first attack that wiped out Miami. While many of the Nazis in charge had been killed or captured and their network destroyed, there were still hundreds of thousands of them around the world running for cover, or, as the case may be, searching for new ways to resurrect a long-dead war. Given the fact that there were now two dead Nazis lying outside her door, she decided to believe him. She just had one last question. Who are you? The man stepped forward and to the side, allowing the light to strike his side, revealing his smiling, stubble-covered face. He wore a tactical vest over a white shirt with rolled-up sleeves, a red bandana around his neck blue jeans, and a pair of dust-covered brown leather boots. He holstered his two revolvers, one on each hip. I am cowboy, he said. I am gunslinger.